Hello and welcome. Hi there, you guys. This is our official first self-engineered um, episode of We Think Collective. So if it sounds a little bit different and you think our voices sound a little bit sexier and less clear, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we are not the sound engineers that our fabulous uh, producer Tim is, but we are people who are willing to take on new things in life. And thus, here we are with GarageBand. I on will floor. have to say though, Hyde, you know what I love about recording what? on our own right now huh. is if you guys can just visualize with me, there is a beautiful blue big something next to my mouth, okay, that is really sexy looking and I like big somethings in front of my mouth. <laughs> And as I'm saying this, Heidi is literally blowing a bowl of ganja. You may or may not have heard the bubbles of a water bowl yeah. in the background. So Freedom. We definitely have a new sense of freedom of not being a studio to record and being our greatest selves with whatever that is, including these blue microphones. Correct. Thanks, Yeti. Um, so thanks for being on the ride with us, you guys. We've been through, gosh, it's been a lot since we started this podcast um, almost a year. No. Almost a year. Maybe from when we started ideating it. Yeah, but we shot our first podcast in what, maybe April? Yeah. Yeah. And it's February right Honey, now. Honey, we are in March. It's been quite a journey, guys. Um, so much has changed and shifted in both of our lives, professionally, personally. I mean, it's been a lot. It has. <laughs> it definitely has been a lot. And Heidi and I, I were just even. talking about how y'all know what happened in two seven, 2017. We got a new president, mm -hmm. and we know how much trauma that Me put. Too movement started. Yeah, a lot of things happened. So 2017 was about oh my god, it was like a little bit of a. It was like having a wound that someone opened and just restabbed, mm. and so all of our old wounds were like being brought back up. Plus all these thing. things that we thought areas where we thought there might have been healing were sort of like exposed layers beneath that where it was like, oh, no, bitch, you need to get back in there and mm -mm. like get some antiseptic and fucking flood that shit out. That I shit's know, dirty. dude, we need to flood it out. Mm -hmm. So in 2018 now, right, mm -hmm. what had happened was... 2018 people, I feel, were, were working through it all. They were working through all that trauma, like releasing things. Totally. Ooh. A lot of release. And... It, it it was working through it. I don't know about y'all, but definitely working through it to figure out how to release it. And then now we're in 2000. And mobilizing. I yeah. think so many of us were really motivated and mobilized in 2018 to like, whether it's resist or build or whatever, so many new things were launched. New people ran for office and new people ran, won. More women than ever won seats in the House and the Senate, right? So like big things actually did move and progress in 2018. I think we all rallied together for a common cause. And yeah. that was humanity. Yeah. Like literally, we rallied for humanity in 2018. Yeah. Like maybe the trauma of 2017 forced us to adopt some new paradigms, mm -hmm. which is exactly PS what this podcast is about. <laughs> yes. And and then in 2018, we're like adopting these new paradigms and testing them, you know, trying new ways of looking at the world to see how they feel. And I think it made us question our community. Well, question it and or be 
become more conscious about the importance of creating a community around us that's truly aligned with and accepting of who we are. Yeah. Yeah. 2018 was like shedding the things that really didn't support you and your vision of, of what you want to create. But also, I don't know, for me in 2018, like creating community, that takes work and it takes, it takes effort and it takes like conscious thinking. It does. It does. I think because you have to start shifting your time. Yeah. Into different spaces when you're so used to doing sometimes the same thing and realizing that those things I used to do don't serve me anymore. So how do I slowly move them out? Yeah, I think, I think as I I can't speak for the entire collective of the, of the human race, but for me, I think it was like having gone through all the stuff and seen what we saw, like having so much shadow brought to the light in 2017. I think in 2018, a lot of us were motivated to build and create the new that we wanted to see in our lives. With a little bit of PTSD in our bodies because yeah, we're still reliving memories kind of, ex- of things from like that happened 20 years ago. And you're like, holy <laughs> shit, I forgot about this. Why is yeah. it all of a sudden coming up for me? Oh my God. I heard that from so many people. We did a podcast about that. Yeah. Um, the Kavanaugh trial exactly. <laughs> like, was another kind of hit in 2018 that I think brought some, anything that you didn't deal with in 2017 got brought back up around then. Mm-hmm. And we're not saying it's all about sexual trauma necessarily or anything like that. It, it was something in the collective of like this need for thing for healing. Yeah. Right. And both of the past, but also trans healing and, and transforming then as a result of that, our vision for the future. Mm-hmm. And I think as we were running toward and trying to create this vision for a new future in 2018, we were also still being held almost like, you know, those rag dolls that are being pulled left and right and being stretched out. Yes. So far they're gonna rip, yes. You know, being pulled both directions, trying to reach toward the new while at the same time, still having our fingers kind of stuck on the old. Yeah. Yeah, purging old memories, seriously? Yeah. That I cried the most I've ever cried in 2018. Legit, <laughs> legit. Y'all, if you guys cry, you guys can you send know. me a note and say, I cried too because I seriously out of 365 happened. days, I think I cried 355 of them. It was kind of ridiculous, but so therapeutic. I think I did 30 years of therapy in 2018 alone. <laughs> it's possible that. And yeah. I went to real therapy too. Yeah. Seriously, major, 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 major stuff came up. Major stuff. <clears throat> so now, you know, our last podcast was with Melissa and mm-hmm. she talked about going into the new new year. Yeah. The Chinese new year, yeah, which new just started. Year. You're the pig. And we just had major full moons mm-hmm. and a lunar eclipse. Right before the Chinese New Year was the lunar eclipse on a full moon. And then right after that was a super moon um, that they call the snow moon, which is supposed to be typically like one of the hardest moons of the year because it's kind of when you're in the thick of it in the wintertime. You know, you might be running out of the last reserves of food. The soil's not ready for planting new stuff yet because there's still a bit of frost in the air. And, you know, it's a tough time traditionally. So that's why they called it the snow moon. And, and it there's a an important part of that moon that was supposed to be about like really release, major opportunity for release, as with all full moons. But I guess a super moon makes it a bigger deal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This could all be made up, but I'm here for it. Like, 
the I moon think it, pulls the tides. I'm two thirds water. What the fuck? Why not? Yeah, come it makes on, sense guys. to me. If you don't believe, it in feels the moon, scientific. Really, it's energy. It's <laughs> totes energy. Yeah, and it's real. Yeah. So I think what's interesting is it's like this little kind of uh, combo punch <laughs> type of deal between that moon, the new year, and the next moon, and. It's just a time, like what Melissa was saying for this new year, a time to get organized and focused and um, really let go of what's not serving you anymore and um, almost be like a lean, mean machine. Yes. Not mean, a lean, generous machine, but with your generosity directed toward those in dire need and with a, a focus even there, right? Yeah. But really focusing on your own house, your own community and how you're serving there. Um, and I thought it was interesting that like this whole Marie Kondo thing came up right in the midst of oh all God, of this Kumari, energy life people, right? Like that yes. can't be an accident. Do you think the people at Netflix like checked the Chinese calendar and the moon calendars of when they chose when to release Marie Kondo? I don't know. Wouldn't that be cool <laughs> if they had that? P.S. Netflix, you should totally do that. If you don't already. But if you did foreshadow it, Marie Kondo, if you guys have not watched Tidying Up. Tidying Up. On Netflix. Mm -hmm. She is this 90 pound Japanese lady. Amazing. Who will come into your home and first she will say a blessing to say yeah. thank you for all of your stuff. And just really like, yeah, thank the home yes. for the, the space that it's provided for you to live. Absolutely. We we rarely take the time to appreciate I that. I know. So can we just have a moment right yes, now? Yes, because right now we're sitting inside my house yes. on the floor in my living room. And I will just say this home has provided such a beautiful space for gathering a beautiful community of people, great meals. People have been fed uh, spiritually, emotionally, mm -hmm. mentally, and physically in this space. And I'm so grateful that it's served me and everyone else in my community in that way. I love that. I have been a recipient of Heidi's home and I love Heidi's home too. Mm. So after this podcast, you guys, when you go home, say thank you to your home. Yeah. I think that'd really be really cute. dope. Yeah. So uh, seriously, if you haven't watched Marie Kondo, you should. Um, tidying up on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It's worth it. But I think what's interesting is it got all these people realizing that number one, we have way too much motherfucking stuff. Okay. Stuff, like stuff out of fucking control. Stuff. We have way too much shit. And it's all part of this overall consumerism mindset economy of more, 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 more that we talked about mm -hmm. on the last podcast of yes. Generation Wealth and Money podcast. But it, it's also like Sometimes it's feeling like we need it to be safe and and kind of part of Marie Kondo's philosophy is that these are part of your past self and they've served you in some way or you wouldn't have had them, right? Whatever the things are, paperwork, books, shoes, you name it, mm -hmm. right? But what do you want to have in your space for your future self? Mm you know? Yes. And that's such a different way to think about your stuff. Such a good question. Yes. And she has literally inspired my life with the question, does it spark joy? Mm, powerful. Like, it inspired us so much, you guys, that in front of the, our store, we put a big sign that says, does it spark joy? Because I think that's such a good question to ask yourself. Everything from a paper napkin that's sitting on your counter to, you know, you have too many shirts of the same kind where 
only probably two of them spark joy. So why do you keep the rest? Or even I realize like there's a sweater that I have. I almost wore it yesterday. I've almost worn it so many times. Okay. <laughs> almost worn things. I've almost yes. worn it. Now I bought this sweater at a time when I was making really good money. I definitely had money, extra money at the time. And I was with in a relationship and we were shopping at someone's store and I wanted to buy something that day. You know that feeling? Absolutely. When you're like, that's it. I'm fucking buying something. Okay, yes. this one. I'll buy this. I didn't even look at the price before I bought it. And it ended up being so expensive. I remember when I was checking out feeling like, damn, that's expensive. <laughs> I wish I would have asked the price first. And now it's yeah. like, I know the owner and I'm already here buying it. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, that's too expensive. Never mind. Yeah. You know? So I bought it anyway. And I've literally worn it twice. Mm. It's such a nice sweater. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I've kept it because it's like a really nice sweater. It does not spark joy. Nothing about when I see it do I feel good. I feel bad. I feel like a sucker. I feel like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. I feel like I could have bought so many other nicer things or like two pairs of boots I love. Because oh I love gosh. boots. She knows I love boots. Boots do spark joy for me. Yes, but damn it. You gosh. know what I mean? So I'm going to let that go. I'm going to thank it for its time. And it probably served that man's store and it. You know, I wore it twice. I wore it that day that I bought it. It was cold. I wanted a sweater and it worked with my outfit. Right? Worn twice. You guys, how many things in your closet have you worn twice or never? Yeah. Well, this From reminds that impulse me, to buy. <laughs> so I got gifted a pair of Louis Vuitton heels, gold mm. heels with mm. sparkles on it. Mm. These shoes look like they cost over $1,000. Guess how many times I've worn them? None. Mm. Zero. Maybe if you go to Dubai again. Zilch. Wear them there. No, I've had them in my closet for <laughs> 10 years now. So you're going to release them? I can totally release them. Yeah. So if you're a size eight and you like Louis Vuitton heels, hit me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi raised her hands. <laughs> I'm a shoe girl. Shoes spark joy. I, did, I have released a lot of shoes, but there are definitely shoes that even if I'm Marie Kondo, they would not be gone. I don't, it, that's the beautiful thing about Marie Kondo, by the way, with this whole sparking joy test, right? Because there might be a pair of shoes that I've worn twice, but I'm like, nah, those motherfuckers spark joy. Yes. I put them on, I am ready for some good shit to happen. Let me just say that, <laughs> yeah. okay? So they don't need to be worn all the time. That's not the point. That's not what I totally. bought them for. And I feel zero guilt about them. I love them. They spark joy yeah so those stay i get it it's not about oh when have you worn it and the big thing one of my friends was telling me she did it and she said she found all this stuff that she actually that does spark joy but it was buried mm. underneath all these piles of things that did nothing for her like your yellow jacket yeah you had had that yellow vest in your closet for a long time yeah but it was buried 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 now it sparks joy for her and now on a it's on. almost daily basis. And and now someone's high knocking on Heidi's door. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our home. Maybe Welcome. you heard that in the background. Maybe you didn't, but I'm not going to answer it. Um, generally, I don't answer my door if I don't know who's there. Do you do that? I don't know. Nobody can knock on my door because I live in the back. And there's a gate that surrounds everything. It you have to call me. It feel nervous when someone knocks on my door. <laughs> How do you guys feel? 
You know what? These are the first thing time podcastings. Okay, so it's almost beyond- like when someone calls you, it feels like an intrusion. Like you're like, what? Why are you calling right. me instead of texting what are you doing? me? Call me What's first. Wrong with you? you should text me. You left me a voicemail. What? Right. P.S. Can I just say this? If you're gonna leave me a voicemail, sing me a song, make it a love note, be funny, like don't make be basic, it worth the voice saying. note. Yeah, yeah. Don't be basic. Don't Otherwise, be basic. just text to call me back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I would just have to say, if you ever call my voicemail, I sing as my outgoing voice message. Yeah, you do. And I do it because when people call me, I just instantly want to spark joy. Mm -hmm. Because you're calling me for a reason. So guess what I'm singing right now? I'm singing the Mr. Rogers theme song on my voicemail, and Mm -hmm. it's kind of really cute. Oh, you just changed it? Yes. Oh, thank God. Because it used to be the Oscar Mayer like that. theme song. You know, my baloney has <laughs> don't a first sing it. name. Please don't sing it. I really don't like but that But I'm just song. saying. But beyond like your closet and sparking joy in your home, I think there are a lot of things, especially in your business or your work or your friend realm that may have shifted for you last year. Yeah. And one of the things for us, for example, is realizing that we wanted to record on our own. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to kind of downsize in that way. And for us to make the decision, you guys, and I'm just going to be really honest with you, you know, we we would go into Tim's studio, Tim would have this amazing stuff for us, and we would shoot this I could be like, Tim, podcast. make my voice sound sexier, bring out the bass, make it, give it oomph. Yeah. And we had dreams and goals for our podcast for last year, but as 2018 happened, we had a lot of different things that happened that threw us for a loop and we didn't necessarily go the route that we thought we were gonna go or supposed to go and we realized we had to scale back and say well what do we really want to do with this podcast and how do we want to do it and secondly make it cost efficient for us yeah and sometimes those decisions don't necessarily spark joy but they're kind of things that you need to do to reorganize your life yeah well it's a you could look at it as uh giving you more freedom yeah you know, um, I think that's one of the, we've always talked about the freedom lifestyle, right? And Amen. sometimes when you're building a business or new projects or whatever, you're following your passion, you're testing things in the market, you're doing it all simultaneously. You know what I mean? So there's going to be some things that you do that work and some things that you do that don't work. You can't be stopped by that. You just have to keep going. If you're stopped by that, then you will never do anything because you will get stopped so fast. And if that stops you, I mean, shit, you're out. Yeah. (laughs) Like there's just, there's so many places where you're going to go way past what you ever thought it could. And then other places where it's going to be like, oh, that shit didn't work at all. Mm -hmm. All right. Pivot, move, do this, try that. Sometimes things work and you're like, this works for them, but not for us. Yeah. Other times you you try things and you're like, you know, this is super fun. We love this, but this doesn't work for the big picture. It works for the now, but not for the big picture. So we have to make switches so that we're in a place where we're honoring the big picture too. Yeah. Um, So there's a lot of juggling that needs to happen. And I think that's a big part of what this year and this shift that all of this, the moon and the new year or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever we're, we all seem to be feeling. If you feel this, holla, because I want to know. But it seems like there's just a lot of shifting going on. Everybody I talk to says it. And I think a lot of it is about getting reorganized and making sure that your expenditures of money, of energy, of love, of whatever are are being put toward the places that are most aligned with where you want to go. Because 
there is going to get, there is movement and, and things happening. And there does come a time, there's a season when squirrels put their nuts under a, under a tree or yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? And there's a season when they're like, oh, there's all these nuts out there. I can do whatever. And I think that's just part of winter. Winter is in preparation and spring is planting the seeds. And I think that's just a space that a lot of us are in. I call, I, I called myself a bear the other day. I feel like I'm hibernating right now. I mm. go to sleep super early. Um, earlier than I normally do. And I just wonder why I just the minute the sun goes down, I want to hibernate a little bit. And I just want to crawl in bed and be warm. Definitely. I think there's a few factors. One, coldness. Two, I think a lot of people have been sick and stuff's going around this time of year. And the body, I think does sleep helps build the immune system. So I think the body does what it needs to do. And it, it might just need more rest sometimes when it's fighting against all of those germs and cooties that are out mm-hmm. there, you know, and you haven't been sick. So it's yeah, probably maybe. working. Yeah. Um, and because you're honoring it. But coming now into the spring, I'm feeling like doing that. Yeah. Like I feel like doing things uh, and I feel uh, like being, uh, being uh, a little bit more we're going out. out. I know. We're, we're going, going to out. a day party. We're you going guys. to some party. We're going to a day going to some party. Concert. <laughs> Coming out of hibernation. Yeah, coming out of hibernation, but looking also and still staying lean. One of the big things I took out away from Melissa is like how to lean out your life. So as you grow out this new layer, it's the layer that you want it to be. Yeah. Letting go of what doesn't serve you. And one of the ways of doing that is by being really honest about with yourself Mm -hmm. and the people around you about where you really are yeah, and where you're really going. Yeah. You know, sometimes you, you do, you, you step back and you do a new assessment and you realize, damn, the stuff I thought I wanted before, I don't want that anymore. Mm -hmm. So why am I still working toward that? It's time for me to release that. I have new dreams. I have new goals that I want to pursue and that's okay. Yeah. It's not wrong. You guys, it's definitely not only is it not wrong, wrong. it's almost inevitable. Yeah. We are constantly evolving and especially given what we were talking about before, Everything everybody's been going through in 2017, 2018, everyone I know, at least, I feel like. I feel like all our 20 podcast listeners definitely are yeah. going through this kind of stuff, too. Yeah, all 20 of you. <laughs> all 20 of you guys. Um, yeah, it's just like this, this new kind of coming into ourselves. And as we change and we shift, of course, our dreams and our visions are going to do the same. And, and it's important for us to do a, a new assessment of that. You know, and it's interesting given like we've talked about on this podcast already, looking at a different measure for success for yourself, having a different ruler of what it means to be successful, have a healthy economy as as your personal household, right? Absolutely. What does that even mean? What does that look like for you? And as you've recessed that, now how do you want to adjust and alter your goals then to fit that? Yeah, that's... I mean, I think that's a question that if you live in that feeling, you're going to get an answer. You're going to every day, you're going to get a clearer answer every day. Don't think you need to know the answers right away. But if you keep asking yourself, trust me, your body is going to give you an answer every day. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say, too, is it it really starts to break down then, too, and how will your everyday change and alter then? Yeah. You know, Um, anyway. Well. 
So Heidi is using this journal now, um, mm. this new daily planner or weekly planner that she's using yeah. from Danielle Laporte. I'm obsessed with Danielle and Laporte. I love her. She's obsessed with her. You know, mm-hmm. she's mentioned her many. And I just bought one actually because she swears by it. So I'm going to try it. But it's based on the way you want to feel, mm-hmm. not what you want to do. Like, oh my God, I got to do X, Y, and Z this week. No, it's like, how do you want to feel this yeah. week? Yeah. And it's very feelings-based. Yeah. And I, I think it's... I've actually, she came out with this thing a long time ago called um, the Desire Map. Um, And these planners are based on that. But this is probably just a tool that works well for me. Um, And for you, I think it'll be super intuitive because you already live that way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, sometimes just pausing to think about like, how do I really want to feel this week? It might be different from one week to the next. For me so far, it has been. I haven't been doing this that many weeks. But it has been when I just sit and check in with myself. There's something I didn't feel last week that I want to feel this week. Mm-hmm. Usually, you know yes. what I mean. I felt down, or I felt, you know, blah, blah blah. This week I want to feel confident. I want to feel strong, and you know, whatever that is, you kind of write down that you want to feel that way. And then one of the, one of the things is the way that you put your daily goals. Instead of it being like to do, it's like imagine, or. Um, I don't know. I don't remember right now. I'll look. Yeah, but I think it helps you law of attract things into your life because today, literally, before we came and sat and did the podcast, she said, oh, for today, and mind you, we didn't talk about podcasting today. I We we, we worked and then I just nudged her and I said, hey, you want to go shoot a podcast at your house after this? Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because we came here and she showed me her planner and she said, oh, on Tuesday, I wanted to... Sh- do our podcast duh mm-hmm. you didn't even need to tell me because what was written on tuesday was make choices that liberate you mm. and so uh, when i was planning out my week i wrote that down on tuesday because i was like that would make me feel liberated if i knew that we could actually do this and mm. upload it and you yeah. know yeah so the feelings that you feel like the more you live in it, they mm-hmm. love attract themselves to you and they come exactly. true. Exactly. Because feelings are like if we're all these radio frequencies attracting whatever we're attracting based on these frequencies, it's the feelings that give off the frequency. Feelings are... Or, or amplify the frequencies. Yo, feelings, energy is real. Real right. like a motherfucker, okay? I... Have you ever had that like gut feeling like something was going to happen and you just like kind of focused on it, but not like purposefully, but because it was just in your flow and mm-hmm. then it just happened. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I knew that. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Yeah. I already knew that was going to happen. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. It's like magic, you guys, like mm-hmm. totes magic. Yep. Yeah. We're all about that magic over here. We are. Well, I think that about concludes this today's episode. Um, we really just wanted to share a little bit of what we feel is happening and in the collective our new mics yeah you know we think collective lee there's a reorg going on yeah and so we thought we'd share what's going on on ours and we'd love to hear what's happening on your end as well yeah and you guys you know we're gonna be honest we don't make any money from this podcast we don't have we don't. any sponsors we don't do any of that but y'all know that we have a dope ass feelings company called maymay jewelry and mm-hmm. what we are is we're alchemists and we turn gold into feelings and our feelings are based on honestly what we're going through and what we feel the collective is going through yeah and if you want to support our journey just go on on our website and, and buy a piece or gift a piece we would yeah. love that yeah 
the energy of that would would feel really really a great there exchange are of energy definitely for us. some pieces there that can be source of affirmation and reminders for you for whatever new totally. feelings you're looking to attract in your well, life. Well, we love right you now. already just for listening. So yeah, thank you. Love ya. Yeah. And we wish y'all a good Kunmari. Yes. Yes. Bye. Bye.